Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And those sounds you're hearing coming out of your speakers is guys of a certain age back in studio. Robbie Koblenz joined by Jay Reed. And special guest. Art Shirley. No, <laughs> try that again. Is that a good Art Shirley, you're not Art. Oh. I'm, I'm surely not. I'm Jake Jones. Yeah. That was pretty again. good. That was pretty good. Is it a good art impression? Yeah, it was. It was. See, if you hadn't spoiled it, you could have let everybody kind of guessed for a little bit who is this mysterious man it's just art you know jake had a i mean uh, art had a voice change operation is what it was so. art art has been de-aged so <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh guys man. Of a certain surgery yeah guys <laughs> let's move on hello okay so uh he gets progressively younger throughout the episode that's right it's a curious case of art shirley so um yeah, Art's not with us. He's engaged in some uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor deeds at the house today. So uh, we talked about doing a home improvement episode and coming live from Art's house, but I don't think there are enough power tools there for us to do that. So. To let you know what certain age I am, that joke was just on the fringes of my understanding. So <laughs> yeah. home improvement, I, yeah. I just barely got that. Did you one, watch? So. Did you watch Home Improvement at all? I don't know that I ever watched it, but is that is that the one? Who is is not Tim Allen? Is yeah. it Tim Allen? Yes, yeah, Tim Allen. it's so, Tim Allen. That's where that came from. Yeah, right? yep. yeah. yeah. just on the fringes. Just yeah, on the fringes. just on never. The fringes watched it great show i mean poked fun at the whole bob vila mm -hmm. uh you know home improvement thing before it exploded and in fact there was an episode i believe where where tim taylor and bob vila had some sort of competition it was like a feud kind of yeah thing. they, yeah. they kind of didn't like each isn't other. there a neighbor that's like always on the other side yeah of the wilson wilson yeah. wilson Never seen on the other side of the yeah so did they do that first or did boy meets world steal that from them boy meets world stole that okay from them. great yeah because uh, feeney lives across the street home improvement from them. started 92 93 something like that gotcha See, remember yeah. it's on the fringes yep yeah. Just on the front. Literally, that is when I was born. So that is why. <laughs> 92, 93, one of those days. However long that show went, yeah. that's how I got into so my memory. two of Jake equals one art. <laughs> comes to age, maybe. <laughs> not 100% sure of my math there. But. Well, yeah. So anyway, well, let's jump into Geeks of the Week. What you got, Jay Reed? Well, it's October. We're, as we record, and as... Hopefully this will be released in, hope, yeah. in October. <laughs> so there's two holidays that comes before Christmas, but this year's flying by. So I have a Christmas <laughs> gift idea for all the, the geek guys out there or the geek girls that are listening. My wife sent me this. Now uh, she's got a, y'all heard uh, of Pandora bracelets. Your wives have Pandora yeah. bracelets with the charms no, on them. No, they don't. My wife does. I know. I know what you're talking she's about. She's going to want one now because there are Star Wars <laughs> charms. Really, the Pandora, and the one that that Jake Melissa sent Jake me, may want one. I was gonna say, I'm in. They have the child uh -huh. from the Mandalorian. Okay, also and known as Baby Yoda, uh, Chewbacca, and C3PO, Darth Vader. Some of them are dangled. Do like they have they an R2D2. Yes, they have a great okay, R2D2. Great. Um, and I think there's some words. The words Star Wars. Those kind of things. <laughs> anyway, so there's shout some out. words. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was kind of cool. And, you know, Christmas gifts are, are coming. And we have a, uh, I know we have one listener, shout out to JT, whose wife is a big Star Wars fan. 
So, you know, JT, this is for you. Hey, JT. Hey, thanks for that uh, great billboard placement. JT, the billboard guy. So, in fact, uh, we have uh, proof billboards up. And by the way, great episode with you and TJ. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, you know, Art texts me. He's like, that actually sounded good. I enjoyed that. (laughs) That was... That was uh, the old sure how to take that. Uh, recording studio that was the old back rec- there. I, I remember setting that one up. Yeah, right. yeah. We've had that kind of in our back pocket for a while. It's like, hey, let's uh, let's get some of this content out there. So that was that was good. Um, you could tell it was early on in our, our our run of guys of a certain age. But I thought it was a great episode. So well, good thank job. You. I appreciate. And you haven't heard Britney's yet. So no, no. It's going to drop Monday as we record this. I need to send you a link. Brittany, uh, Brittany rocked. She rocked it. Yeah, she was great. In fact, well, yeah. she sounded like the the one to be here for that topic. So. Yeah, yeah, she is. Uh, she is Miss Horror. So we're all a little scared of Brittany. We really how are. Much she's into horror movies. <laughs> just on just a little bit. We we really are. It's kind of frightening. So, but anyway, so that was a good episode with you guys. And so, so get wow. your Star Wars Pandora charm if you want to class it up this <sighs> Christmas. My wife has been watching through all the Star Wars. She she never watched them as a kid. I drug her to Force Un- or uh, Force Awaken yeah. and all the newer ones. So she was like, "All right, I got to go back. I got to start watching." So she even my daughter same way. She started watching. Still got a ways to go, but oh, I made my kids watch it when they were young, young, young. So. Um, but also one of the things I saw speaking of the child, baby Yoda, there is a speculation that maybe Mandalorian season two will clear up that actually the child is a clone of Yoda himself Ooh. because the doctor who was going to experiment on the clone uh, on the, on the child in season one had the, uh, cloning guild insignia on his right shoulder, I believe from, uh, Camino, Camino, Camino. So okay. which you saw in, uh, attack of the clones. Or what if he was trying to get a sample so that he could clone more? Yeah, that's that. right. Uh, apparently there was a star Wars book that's been released recently. That's in Canon that, that is considered Canon that says, um, you know, the uh, the Empire has engaged in cloning operations on uh, s- particular species or very special species or something like that. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so it starts two weeks from as we record. As we record. And in yesterday, the West Wing uh, one off episode dropped on HBO Max, which was great. So I would really encourage you if you're HBO Max, if you've got that to go watch it. Um, even if you're not a West Wing fan, it, well, if you're not a West Wing fan, you'll be a little lost. But the way they took, well, the way they took that episode, it was a beloved episode from season three called Hartsfield's Landing, not to be confused with Hartsfield, Atlanta International Airport. Um, and they, I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, I just, I just was really you, confused. I'm sure you both were. But they, uh, they set it up as a stage play. So um, that was a multi-set episode. So you had a, you had a tarmac set you had uh, various white house sets and the way the stage direction is really really cool and um, john spencer who played leo mcgarry chief of staff um he passed away in the last season of the west wing sterling k brown came in and played uh, leo mcgarry which was a lot of fun he did a great job what a fabulous actor but anyway that's not my geek of the week speaking of the mandalorian which gets you to disney plus which gets you to my geek of the week which is uh, Disney announced this week that they are reconfiguring their entertainment business so that streaming media is priority for Disney going forward. Wow. That doesn't mean they're not going to do movies, but that means that Disney Plus is the crown jewel. We don't know what that's going to pretend for uh, future entertainment releases, but 
as COVID-19 drags on as movie theaters. I think AMC announced this week that they, they've got enough cash to get them through the end of the year, but they will have probably burned through their reserves. Um, Cinemark announced that they were shutting down until COVID-19 was was in was kind of handled. Wow. Yeah. So Cinemark, uh, which, uh, which is the largest movie theater um, chain in the UK and the US, I believe, they've shut down their, their facilities until they can reopen with new content. So um, Disney Plus is saying, or Disney is saying, hey, we're going to push stuff out to Disney Plus, which makes me wonder if there's reconfiguring going on with the Star Wars saga because you had the immense popularity of The Mandalorian. Uh, you've got the LB1 series happening. Um, so that's going to be real interesting to see. And you're seeing this fallout across all the streaming services somewhat. Netflix just announced that they are not renewing season four of Glow, their 70s, 80s female wrestler drama, which had done very well from an eyeball standpoint. A lot of viewers critically acclaimed, but um, it just was not feasible in a, in a post-COVID world or a current COVID world to shoot that show because there's so much contact. contact. Mm-hmm. And so it, this, they outright canceled it, right? They did. It's gone. They yeah. did. They've got, I think, season three or season four, whatever's about to yeah. drop, that's going to be it. So um, it, we're seeing a reconfiguration of entertainment. And uh, Disney Plus, I mean, Disney saying, hey, we're grabbing Disney Plus and we're going to run with it is mm-hmm. very, very interesting to me. So um, you got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, who's going to be, that's going to come out on Disney Plus in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have you got? There's that, supposedly a She-Hulk yeah, she Hulk's been cast. She's been named. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's been cast, and the showrunner's been hired for that. So, um, Soul is dropping on Christmas Day. That's, that's right. The, that's that's, a that's Pixar. the new Pixar movie. Um, so they're dying. <laughs> they're they're eschewing, you know, they're foregoing a, a theatrical release right. to drop on Christmas Day. And you know, there was. Uh, is it going to be like? Uh, Mulan. It is not. I don't know that they've officially said no, but they haven't said yes. That's how it's going to work. Yeah. So as my understanding, it's just going to drop. So the the trade magazines have basically said Disney has not crowed about Mulan success. They haven't said we made you know a hundred million dollars on Mulan. So this means it didn't do well. So the speculation is it didn't do as well as what they thought. Mm -hmm. And I've often wondered if maybe you don't do a maybe you up your Disney Plus membership. I mean, what is it? Five ninety nine. It's it's super cheap. Um, compared to other services, I think a base just Disney Plus plan is like seven ninety nine or something like that. Um, but you can get Hulu and ESPN yeah. for I ESPN think twelve ninety nine. Yeah. ESPN Plus, ESPN right. Plus, yeah, right. which is got to get the plus in there. It's UFC and in soccer, and I don't really know what else. Mm. I you know I don't know if I'm not Disney. I mean, they've got what fifteen, eighteen million subs at this point. Yeah, I, just knowing knowing how I mean, Netflix was kind of the first to really knock uh, streaming services out of the out of the park and re- really kind of grow all this. And it's been interesting to watch how they've kind of struggled as everyone else has jumped into, oh, well, why don't we have a streaming service? Or why are we putting our show on Netflix when we could have our own streaming service? So it's it's interesting to me to see in a post-COVID world that now people are really are saying, okay, we need to triple yeah. down on this streaming. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they upped their charge. Well, um, I don't know how they could keep doing movies like Mulan. Like Mulan had a really big budget. Um, and they, I think they were counting on it being a blockbuster, you know. So if I could get first run Disney owned properties in my mm-hmm. Disney plus subscription immediately, 
I would pay 10, 11, 12 bucks. I mean, if I, if that would get me black widow the day it was released, yes. um, you know, I, I would probably even pay 15. There yeah. are enough diehard Disney fans. I think that like if, if this, if this had launched, this service had launched and it had been 12 99 for the base or, or 15 99, whatever, which is like pretty standard for yeah. these kind of services. Now I would have, I would have jumped on it, yeah. especially, especially thinking about having kids like you're going to want Disney just mm-hmm. on stream ultimate That's right. access. But then you talk about Star Wars, Marvel, then you've got, you know, adults sure. or college students or young adults. All the Pixar. Right. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's going to be interesting to see. And, you know, I just think the theatrical operators are going to be the ones holding the, the short end of the stick. Um, because with streaming being as as available and the high quality that you can get across a streaming stream with a good projector, a good TV, and really good audio systems, mm-hmm. I mean, all that stuff's fairly cheap compared to, um, you know, it's a lot more convenient to watch something in your living room than it is to go to the theater, mm-hmm. even though you miss that communal experience, mm-hmm. you know. So, but that's going to be interesting to see. But Disney announced this week that they are reconfiguring and they've moved some executives around and some report twos around. So we'll see what happens. But so that's, that's my geek of the week. Now, Jake, you're going to, you're, you're going to jump into and give us a quick thumbnail sketch of. So my apparently geek of the week that I have extensive J level notes on uh, is we may uh, be here for a uh, 82 minute. Robbie, Robbie called me in cause he wanted to kind of get an update on, uh, the next generation of console gaming. So, uh, as many of you may or may not know, the, uh, Xbox and PlayStation are getting, are gearing up to launch their, uh, new systems. Uh, both are launching in November. You've got the Xbox series X and series S, and then you've got the PlayStation five. So, so placed Sony and, and, and Microsoft, Microsoft have got new platforms right. and Nintendo is just kind of retooling the switch a little bit. Nintendo still has their, their switch. There's rumors of a Nintendo switch pro is what we're kind of calling it right now, but we have no information on that yet. And I wouldn't expect to get any information until 2021, but I've got all sorts of notes on the Xbox and the PS5. So, like, what do y'all want to know? How deep do you want to go? Do you so, want like a thumb, you said kind of a thumbnail. Yeah, sketch. so a thumbnail can, sketch. So, when's PS5 releasing? So, uh, the the Xbox is coming out on November 10th, and the PS5 is on November 12th. So, they're wow. within two days of each other. Um, a lot of games have been getting announced as release date in holiday 2020, which was basically code for we are launch titles, mm-hmm. but you know whenever they're going to launch. So a lot of them are launching on November 10th, but then they'll also be available on November 12th for uh, PlayStation 5. So um, you want me to just kind of go down like a well, quick, what, quick list of what's... Uh, well, before we get into the games, talk about the differences between the two the, the two platforms. Not the- so yeah, let me let me talk about the platform. So the kind of an interesting thing, um, whether you're in the gaming world or not, you've you've kind of always known that Xbox and PlayStation people like there's this thing they call the console war, right? And, and, and by the way, shout out to Jake's uh, Chortle Games podcast. You know he is he I'm is a an host expert on the Chortle Cast is what our podcast is called. Sorry, the Chortle, Chortle Ca- Games is our YouTube channel. ChortleGames.com will get you there. But anyway. <laughs> We, we cover all the gaming stuff and, and all that fun fun jazz. but uh, So, yeah, so the console wars has kind of always been going on. Nintendo, for the longest time, probably for the last couple generations of, of consoles, they've kind of been out. 
just they're they're not even in the conversation of a console war because Nintendo has always kind of played uh, played to the beat of their own drum. They uh, they have always been trying to do something different and. That's how we got the Switch, which is awesome, and everyone loves the Switch. When you so, when you own Mario and Pokemon, you can pretty much do anything you want. Yes, and that is a big conversation. Exclusives is a big conversation going in. So anyway, all of that to say, what's interesting about this generation is Xbox and Sony are, are in, and PlayStation are now both doing very different things um, and and kind of are emphasizing different uh, different parts of what they're doing this generation. So to quickly summarize. Um, there's two versions of the Xbox um, coming. There's the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S. Um, Who names these things? They Xbox really needs Same some people help that name hurricanes. Things. Yeah. What's worse is this generation. It was the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S. So like, there's literally one word, and it's one and series <laughs> that are the difference between them. So wow. when the pre-orders went live for these. The Xbox One X, the current generation console, its pr- its uh, purchase uh, yeah. percentage went up by eight hundred percent. So people were <laughs> just like Xbox X, go. That's, what, that's and, what I want, and that's, that's what, what they got. So anyway, the X is like is is the next like best gen, you know the top line. Um, it's it's premium. the thing. It's five hundred dollars. The S is a cheaper version. It's three hundred dollars. So $200 off the top tier best you can get for next generation. They claim that it's going to be able to run all the same games and do all the same stuff. It's just not going to run 4K. Um, It's just going to be kind of a cheaper down version. So if you're somebody listening who you're not into gaming, but you're kind of wanting to get back in, my personal recommendation would be to get a Series X um, because that'll get you in. Uh, Xbox has this great service called Xbox Game Pass which is a very cheap subscription service. I think I think the actual service is $5 a month, um, but you can get like your first six months for $1. <laughs> nice. And uh, it gives you access to a library of you, hundreds of games. Do you not have any special affiliate Chortlecast links? Or I, I don't, or but I would, love, I would love to have one because we talk about the game, uh, game Pass all the time and neither my, I nor my co-host have an Xbox, so we really should be getting paid how much we talk about it. But anyway, if you're somebody wanting to get in, that would be my recommendation because you'd, you'd have a, a access to a lot of stuff and all of their first parties. So like exclusive games to the Xbox and I'm, I'm using quotes for yeah. exclusives because Xbox doesn't really have any exclusives anymore, but uh, we can get into that. Uh, anyway, Xbox, right. X-Pass is a great, I'm getting, I'm getting diverted. Uh, look at the shiny light. Look at all the shiny things. Yeah. So, so, Kind of the the pros of Xbox, they've got uh, they've got Game Pass, which I've talked about. They have X Cloud, which you know we're uh, is that well, Series One X Cloud or Series Two? That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's Series One because it's the first one, but that, it could also be the Series Three Hundred and Sixty. So who really knows? <laughs> um, X Cloud is their game streaming service. Yeah. So uh, a lot like Google Stadia, which I'm sure you guys have heard about. Um, Google Stadia is Google's kind of first foray into gaming where you can stream there's yeah. a computer in the cloud that's running the game and it's streaming it to your phone yeah. so xbox is doing the same thing but with x cloud so there's an xbox in the cloud somewhere that's running your game it's a big it's old friggin xbox phone. in orbit you know and that's the series infinity exactly yeah 
PlayStation doesn't really have an answer to this. They don't yeah. have a streaming thing right now. There's a, ser- a service called Remote Play, which is where if you're connected via Wi-Fi, sure. you can connect to your system. And you, I've connected. seen you do that in the past. I've done that before. It's yeah. an okay service. I'm hoping with newer systems and hopefully yeah. you know some app updates, that'll get better. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's not perfect, and it's not trying to do the same stuff. Sure. So, you know, it's the closest call they have. So they have that. xCloud is also only working on Android right now. That's a big... Uh, debacle. There's a whole debacle with I, I, uh, Apple going on with that whole thing. We so. talked about the Fortnite and the app development and all that. So, but anyway, anyway. so so the the so the PlayStation. What's the advantage? Well, let me hang on. Let oh, me go back. There. I'm not done. Xbox has a lot. I can talk sorry, about sorry. Xbox a lot. And this is I am a PlayStation guy. All right, I yep. love PlayStation. I have a PlayStation. PlayStation hasn't really told us much yet, and uh. we're, we're less than we're actually less than a month at, at time of recording uh, to getting there. So, some other things that Xbox has. Um, all games are backwards compatible. If you've got a Xbox 360 game wow. that you were like, oh man, I, I, I would love to pop that in and, and go again, you can play that on your, your new shiny Xbox. So are those are those optical disc or what what has Xbox traditionally done for I their game? They've always, I, again, I'm not an Xbox guy. I've only had one Xbox and I buy everything digitally, so yeah. I really don't know. But gotcha. I don't know how it works with discs, but yeah. I would assume it should still work because I don't think they've changed their disc structure. Gotcha. For the last couple generations, gotcha. but sorry, um, didn't mean to give you a question you didn't know. So, so backwards compatibility, not a question. Yes, it, it can True. probably run it for almost anything. But the other nice thing that they have is this service called Smart Delivery, which is kind of a it's a market word, it's a buzzword. There's, there's Does that mean of, they send you food while you're playing? I wish oh. <laughs> that would be really cool. I was thinking, I don't, I don't know where you were going to go with that when you said that. So. I was thinking like they're going to deliver you brains or something was where you're going. Um, What that means is if you're playing, let's say, a 360 game that's been remastered or updated to play better on the new system, automatically you'll be playing the better version. Oh, okay. Um, And so that's kind of a nice service. It really is kind of a buzzword because most, especially third party people who are making games on both systems, they're just updating. So like... um, with every kind of console generation as you're switching to a new thing, there's games that are about to launch this month that people are going to play on their PS4 or Xbox um, for like a few weeks, and then they're going to jump to their new system. And yeah. It's like, ah, is it? Am I going to be? Why do I want to play the old version on the new system? Sure. There, you know, a lot of people are giving you a free upgrade. Yeah. Um, not everyone, and and when I get to Sony, I can talk about that. So actually, I guess that's really where I can jump in. Let's go to Sony. Let's talk about Sony. So PlayStation Five. There's two versions of the PlayStation 5 as well. The Series um, P and the Series S? No. They oh. are way better about it. They're both PS5s. Yeah. Um, but there's a disc version and an all-digital version. So if you want a disc drive, if you want to have physical games, get the disc version. If you don't care about buying physically and you just want to get all digital stuff, buy the digital version. So what's the price point? So if I was going to be gaming, I would definitely get the hard they don't disc put, version. They don't put games on 8-tracks anymore, Jay. Yeah, well... Yeah, we actually had somebody call in this week, want us to convert some eight tracks, and it's like, no, we don't have a player, but I know somebody who might. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I probably do. So uh, the uh, the nice thing about this, I think this is a steal. Um, both of these systems have the same internals, same same CPU, RAM, all that jazz. They can play everything the same. Um, the 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 disc version is five hundred dollars. The digital version is four hundred dollars. So $100 off the top, and you're getting the same level of performance. Could you add in Could you add in a third-party disc player to hook up via USB or some sort of... That sounds like a really cool 
third party uh, investor. Some somebody should be making that. There's a million dollar idea. That's for a you. million dollar idea. I don't know about a million dollar, but at least a hundred dollar idea. So. Yeah. Um, but if you sold a hundred thousand of those, it'd be exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Me personally, being someone who does usually buy digital, like I wanted to get the digital version. I couldn't find a pre-order for it. So I ended up with a disc uh, because I just had to have day one, whatever I could get. Of course you did. So, but if I was somebody a couple months from now, after everything's calmed down, wanting to get in, I'd recommend digital because it's way cheaper, gets you in, all that jazz. Um, but you can't play Blu-rays you couldn't, on, you couldn't the play your Blu-rays. Yeah, because I bought a PS3 to, as it, at the time. It was, a, it was the mm-hmm. cheapest Blu-ray player available on the market at Five ninety nine, I believe it was, or four ninety nine. So, but you couldn't do that with. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you if you're worried about that, then that that is a problem. But you can always just buy things digitally and just have it. As know? he raises one hand up and down. I'm all for that. Yeah. I'm ready to go all digital. You know what yeah. I mean? I get real fr- I get real frustrated when someone hands me a DVD because I have nothing I can I can put it in so. until that you hurts. lose your internet heart. Yeah, this is the guy who still has the DVD subscription to Netflix. Oh really? Oh yeah! <laughs> wow! He did a double did take. <laughs> I forgot they did that. More like a triple take. So yes, yes. Um, we did just get some new information though about Sony. So this, I actually have more to talk to you about with it. So um, talking about backwards compatibility though, yeah, um, it's a little bit more complicated with PlayStation. Um, almost all PS4 games, so the the current generation, almost all PS4 games are playable on the PS5. Uh, some of them will have a boosted mode. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a, like a complete list of what those are yet, but just some will. I assume it will be like first party games like Spider-Man, God of War, that sort of stuff. Um, and it's basically the same as smart delivery of just a better version. Sure. Playing, you know, whatever. Um, the the There's like 10 games that are just they are not they're not forward compatible. They're not, you know, you're not going to be able to go back and, and play those. And they put out a list and it's, to me, it seems like they're just kind of really random out there games. They're not, they're not really that cool. Um, but that's that PSVR, um, which is, uh, that's kind of another benefit of Sony is, uh, Xbox doesn't really have a VR system. Uh, so if you want a cheap way to get into games, um, you can, if you, especially if you have a PS five, you can, uh, jump in with that. Um, that will be backwards compatible, but there's this whole thing. There's a dongle you have to get. And it's all about the dongle. They're not charging for the dongle. You just have to figure out where to get one, and you know. So you it's like a there. treasure hunt. It is kind of like a treasure hunt. If you want to, th- that's a great way to think of it, Robbie. Yeah. That's that's really good. It's it's kind of like go. It's kind of like uh, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but uh, some some. We just found out about a lot of the UI that's going to be on the new PS5. That's user interface. That is user interface. Yeah. Um, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff with like community um, stuff. And when you're on a PlayStation, if you're playing with friends, you your voice chat is, it's called a party, a PlayStation party. Uh, and they have this new thing now. They Ain't no about. party like a PlayStation party. That's exactly right. Sorry. Um, Couldn't help myself. You can, uh, if I'm, say if Jay and I are in a party and I'm playing a game, Jay, what game would you be playing if you were on the other end? <laughs> Centipede. Okay. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what At least he didn't say Galaga. So I, I don't know what that is. So I would be He like, wasn't on the edge of Centipede. Just, Jay, uh, I want to like watch what you're doing while I'm playing, you know, I'm, I'm playing Avengers, let's say. So Jay can actually share his screen with me and I can have a picture in picture window 
and I can have Jay in the bottom of my screen while I'm playing Avengers and I can kind of keep up with what Jay's doing and we can talk and whatever. And I could pause my game, blow up his to see what he's doing, like if something crazy happened and whatnot. So that's kind of a new thing. Crazy that just things happen all the about. time in Centipede. Spiders and all kinds of crazy, let's just crazy stuff. Let's just, just crazy stuff. Um, but anyway, and then like there's a lot of different things. One thing that Xbox has been touting this whole time with their new system is a... Is a it's another buzzword called quick resume. And basically you can have, I think it's like six games that are all running at the same time. And so if I was playing destiny with some of my friends and, uh, we were doing whatever, but then one of them had to go, go to the bathroom, take a, we had to get on a phone call or something. And it was going to be a couple minutes before we could actually get back into what we were doing. I can hit pause in that game and jump straight into a different game uh, and it'll pick me up right where I was in the other game. Um, and I can just pick up right where I was. And as soon as my buddy's back, I can pause and jump straight back to where I was in Destiny. So it's not closing and you don't have to wait on a loading screen or anything. So to get they want in. you to spend every waking hour. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They want to make it as quick and uh, seamless as possible to get from as many games as you want. Sony doesn't have a buzzword for this. But it looks like, based on how the UI works, that we're going to be able to do some sort of version of this where yeah. you can quickly jump between different games. Um, like if Jay sent me an invite to play Centipede with him, uh, <laughs> I could I could actually click on it and it would take me straight to the match that, that Jay and I are in. I so. believe Centipede's an old Activision game. Okay, there you go. okay. That's going to take you way back. I need, I, to, gotcha. I need to Google that. So. Wow. That's pretty much it. So, so, so they're they're definitely doing a lot of different stuff, but so so, it if you could only buy one console of these you've talked about, what would you buy? Are you asking me? I'm asking you. Me, a PlayStation Five. Yeah. Um, I would have gotten the digital if I could have gotten it, but I, for me, it's I got to be there day one, so, so I just the, got with whatever. The, I could the sweet spot would have been the PlayStation Digital. That would have been the sweet spot for me if I yeah. if I could be patient and wait to get the version <laughs> I wanted. That would have been what then I. Then you wouldn't be Jake, but I wouldn't be me. So you would not be you. If you're somebody who like you haven't been gaming in a while and you're just kind of wanting to get back into it, I would recommend like the Series X. Um, Because that's the cheapest way in. Um, Xbox Game Pass, you can play all first-party exclusive games on Xbox. They all come to that service first. So even if there's a new game you're looking forward to, like the new Halo is kind of their big exclusive, um, that's going to launch on that service. So you just have that subscription, and you can can jump in and dive into lots of games. So... Wow, that was a whole episode just in the first. I know. Segment. I'm sorry. Pretty much. I did have notes. We didn't even talk about like what games are launching uh, and we'll, all this and that. We may talk so. a little bit about games on the second half, but we're going to stop Jake here and we're going to wake Jay up, and we'll be <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. We've caught our breath. We're back. The second half of this wonderful expo of of video games and Jake's life. And now we're going to talk about Jay's life and let's get into some Halloween things. Cause this will drop about a week or so before Halloween. Spooky. Wow. You do sound effects and everything. I don't, do we need art back to do the, to do anything effects to do anything? Yes, we do. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Just in Jake, case I was, listening. I was advocating for you. I appreciate it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, Halloween memories we talked about, and Jay's got his list of stuff. So let me. Where, where does Halloween fall in the pantheon of of holidays for you guys? Is it you know a high up holiday for you? Do you just kind of trudge through it? I mean, 
I enjoy the candy part. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but like, I'm not a big, like, I'm, I'm not opposed to turning the light off and, you know, hiding in the back on Halloween night. But I where I do, I'm not going. We like to see the kids come by and see what the costumes are, that kind of stuff. But uh, for me, it's all about the Reese's pumpkins. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and I'm a big a Reese's fan anyway. So the whole. My whole thing with food in general is like I might like shrimp and grits or fish tacos, but I like a variety. I like to try different. So, so within the genre, he would like, I like them better variety. if they were in a pumpkin. Right. No, no. <laughs> wow. But Reese's has so many different things. You got the ghost, the white chocolate, the dark chocolate, all the the Frank. I think they Franken cup now with the green <laughs> bottom. The chocolate lovers, the peanut butter lovers. We could have done a whole episode on Jay's favorite Halloween candy. Pretty much. I didn't know there were this many variety of Reese's. There's, I, you know, Halloween, I, I think, I has the most variety uh, as far as what different shapes and sizes you can get. So here's the episode I want to be back on. I want Jay to bring us all bring the varieties in. of Reese's, and we can just eat them, and then we can review them. That's a good idea. That's a great That's idea. A idea. So November 1st, why don't you go by, all close the clearance, out can- All the clearance candy. All the clearance candy. <laughs> and let, let, let's do that. That would be great. So, But, I mean, so you like the candy, but the hol- the holiday is so-so for it, you. I don't have any great. I mean, I've, I've had a few uh, costume memories, you know, standout holidays but it's not a holiday that i really get geared up for whereas a lot of my neighbors i mean there's blow up pumpkins and dragons and things all over my neighborhood right now well what about you not us what about you jake i'm i'm going in my head if the if halloween is my favorite or second favorite holiday which like there's not a ton of holidays but like i mean it's really close i I would i in fact i really think i would say it's my favorite holiday Um, so it surpasses christmas i think so especially as a kid i loved dressing up and i had my costume planned for like a year and I knew what I was going to be next year, and I was so excited, and I'd wear my costume all, all month long. So um, what's your costume going to be this year? That's a great question. I think... The, the, the luster has worn off of the holiday. You really have, As you get older, it's I've kind of defaulted to... I normally dress up as like an, an Eevee Pokemon person. It's like a Pokemon trainer. I have like an Eevee hat. Yeah. And I'll wear like a shirt and a pin, so... I don't I don't go quite quite as hard, but like in college, I wore like a full um, Mad Hatter uh, outfit to to class one day for for Halloween. So that's hardcore. That is. It's almost as hardcore as keeping your Netflix DVD subscription going after all these years. So yeah. So yeah, no, I love I love Halloween, and I I, you know I don't like horror, but I love like the spooky kind of like the PG 13 Halloween where it's just, Oh, we're all fun. And you know, everyone's like everyone's commercial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, like I, uh, stuff like Halloween town or how, uh, nightmare before Christmas. Uh, sure. One of my favorite movies. So I, I think I've talked about this before when we did the Halloween episode around this time last year and Meridian, the JCs used to have their haunted house, which would start about two weeks prior to it. It was a big fundraiser. And that thing was so much fun. It was pretty terrifying. Very primitive by today's standards. Right. You know? well, we had a band carnival here. The start with how band would do a carnival every year. It was a huge thing. And we had a big, like a semi truck trailer and that was our haunted house and cakewalks mm. and yeah. all the fall things. And well, that gosh, that hadn't happened in forever. I don't ever remember there being a band carnival. It here. probably didn't 
happened once you arrived. Yeah, it's all me. Seeing like we have pumpkin palooza, isn't that uh, the yeah, event here? Yeah, but they're they're not. Are they doing pumpkin palooza? I haven't heard, but I'm I, guessing. I'm no. guessing no too. Yeah. But because I mean, you just talk about handing out candy. Even it's a, well, it's yeah, a big debacle. Kids swarming to bowls of candy. I don't think the city has made an official statement. Or are we doing Halloween or not? Like, I don't know. I saw it batted around, I guess, but I haven't I mean. heard the final word. I did mm. see an advertisement for like a skeleton kind of thing where it, the six foot arm so that you could hand candy out your door <laughs> and stay six feet away from wow. the kids. I love or it. you just put a bowl at the end of the driveway and say, you know, I'm watching you <laughs> only take one. So, well, what else you got on your list there, Jay? I don't want to, I don't want to like, you know, short you of, no, of Halloween not. memories. I thought about, like, I'm, I'm kind of like you, Jay. I don't, I'm not into horror movies at all. Mm-hmm. So when I kind of Googled around Halloween movies, I mean, the kind of things, Harry Potter's not really a Halloween movie, but it's kind of the same Halloween genre. Yeah. Harry, I do Potter, like those. Harry Potter is the perfect holiday movie because you can watch it during October because it's kind of spooky. There's magic right. and wizards and whatever. Yeah. But then it's the perfect Christmas movie because almost every movie uh, has right. the Christmas holiday in it. That's right. right. Because it's a full year so or a school year. So I haven't watched the Harry Potters in forever. Yeah, so that, I mean, that kind of movie, maybe Ghostbusters, maybe Sixth Sense, those sort of things. But I don't get into the really you hard see dead stuff. people. So yeah, yeah, you haven't heard the episode from last week, but uh, you know, Lost Boys and They Live came out as my top horror movies, and I mean, I love the Lost Boys. That is so quintessential eighties. So you know, you watched the Lost Boys, didn't you? I'm trying to think. I'm probably if it's a horror movie, probably not. It's not really a horror movie. It's it's it's. It's got vampires. It's directed by Joel Schumacher. Kiefer Sutherland's in it. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's that a lot of fun. more familiar. Yeah, so, but anyway. What's your favorite suspense horror movie there, Jacob? I don't like horror movies. I don't either. As I just mentioned. Now, Halloween movies, there's, there's plenty. Like, there's a lot of, like, Disney... Uh, TV movies like Halloween Town, uh, Twitches, I think was another one that I remember liking. Uh, but like Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my favorite things. Like I haven't watched it yet this year, but that's one of my go-tos. I've not seen like that. A forever. Halloween theme. What about Edward Scissorhands? Would you consider that? You a- know, that's like one of the only Tim Burton movies I have not seen. You've not seen Edward Scissorhands? Mm-hmm. I've read, I've read like a synopsis of it. I read his book, uh, Burton. Well, I don't. It's not his book, but a book called Burton on Burton, which yeah. is like interviews with him about all his movies. And so I've I've listened to all about that. So, but I just never never got well. to see it. So. Wow. What about you, Jay? Did you ever see it? I think I saw it when it came out or when yeah. it came out on VHS, either one. It's but really weird. Very Tim Burton. Very, very Tim yeah. Burton. So. Anything Tim Burton I'd recommend for Halloween. Like Coraline's another really good one. Oh, yeah. One. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, what else you got on your list? Well, you you, meant, you had mentioned uh, costumes, and I, I I had a really cool experience one time when I was working in North Carolina, and somebody hosted a, a Halloween costume party. It was a work thing. And uh, in their barn, and I did the, you know, you see Mickey Mouse in different costumes, right? But one of the most famous ones is when he's in a tux. It's just like Mickey in a tux. Yeah. So I had a tux, and I went to the costume place and got the some rubber ears. Like there was, it was a good little head thing you put on, and and I made a tail, and I had a Mickey Mouse bow tie, and uh, I bought some kind of big clown shoes, and then the Mickey Mouse gloves, like the white gloves with the three fingers. Mm-hmm. I found some mm-hmm. of those. And so I, I come in and I was kind of one of the last people to the party because I'm generally late. But uh, yes, as, yes we, as we know. <laughs> so I, I walked through and it was almost like 
a movie how the you know the, like when somebody famous walks in the crowd kind of parts and so i came in the barn where the party was and walked through the crowd and at the end of the room was this little like two-year-old girl and she saw me in this mickey mouse costume and as far as she was concerned mickey mouse was at her party she followed me around all night, <laughs> and I was Mickey Mouse, and I loved it. I thought it was yeah. very cool. Did you That's, talk like Mickey? <laughs> I don't think I did. You should have talked like Mickey. <laughs> Probably so. I may have. Yeah. But that was my my most uh, most memorable costume. A couple of years ago, I did uh, one of these, what you call it when you go, like a fall festival at a church yeah. mm-hmm. and, and dressed up. And, a non-Halloween Halloween carnival. Right. Mm-hmm. So this was pre pre-problem for uh one of our Ole Miss coaches so i i just got the <laughs> Ole Miss visor and the you know the kind of the Ole Miss shirt and a a name tag and a, a headset you went to shoe freeze didn't i you? did and yeah and what was the funny part though was there was a kid <laughs> dressed up in the same outfit but dan mullen in his mississippi state garb so oh, that's great <laughs> so so we uh we were friendly to each other at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one costume that's rising to the top in this state, and this one's it. If you're not a state or Ole Miss fan, you probably don't understand. So, anyway, what's your favorite costume that you remember, Jake? Gosh, I I don't know that I have a favorite, but uh, I do remember once trying to make a Stitch costume, wow. and it did not go over well. It did not look good. I just had a blue T-shirt and, like, a paper plate mask. and so. But I thought I was so cool. I thought I was Stitch, so... <laughs> That was it. I'm not not nearly as cool as Jay. You didn't have a little kid following you around all night? No. You probably had kids running from you. Yes, absolutely. Um, They were terrified of me. I can't believe you had had paparazzi kids following you because of the... So did you no. did you have the mask the Mickey Mouse mask? No, I just kind of did um, like blacked my nose and. Uh, mm-hmm. So did this kid have a sight problem? <laughs> <laughs> she was two. <laughs> See, I thought when he first started saying this, I thought it was going to go the other direction. See, saw him and right, I freaked too. out. I did thought too. it was terrifying. Or a so. cat came after him. I do yeah. have a, a great Halloween memory of I had a Batman costume. And we went to a fall festival kind of thing in Jackson, like at the Coliseum. So it was like a huge mm-hmm. um, festival. And there was a person who was dressed up as the Keaton, Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. And I mean, it was the most, I mean, it's like cosplayer level uh, costume now. Like it would be something you'd Expensive. see, like they, they would have won a contest or something. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, oh my gosh, it's Batman. That's that's the real Batman. How old so are I have you? A, How old? Eight or nine, maybe okay. ten. Uh, very young, but old enough to know better. I wouldn't have say so. No, I, I don't know that. I still don't know better. But uh, anyway, I have a photo still of me in my Batman costume, and it's like you got the puff, puffed up muscles, and like it doesn't really fit me. And I'm just like, hey. And then I'm next to like looks like Michael Keaton Legit. Batman. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. One year I decided to be a ghost. My mom called herself the ghost of Hawassi and she she has a sheet. I don't know if she still got it, but she would run around the front yard and around the neighborhood on Halloween night. And so I guess, I, I don't know if I barred her sheet or what, but I was a ghost and I got really, I was, that's lazy for sure. That's Two hours and I'm lazy. done. Yeah. Nobody gets lazier. Uh, cause I got hot in the sheet cause it is Mississippi, you know, in October. I, so halfway through trick or treating, I took the sheet home and basically just wore my jeans and a and a shirt. And when people asked me who I was, I said, I'm the $6 million man. <laughs> <laughs> 
in wow. my plain clothes. Wow. Oh, that that is about the laziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I, I mean, double down on lazy that yeah. year. Yeah. Now wow. see, I'm I'm curious to ask you guys this because I'm I'm afraid of what my children are gonna want to be uh for Halloween because like my wife and I, we watch anime movies, we watch a lot of like Miyazaki. Yeah, they're gonna be diminute kids. They're gonna problems. be very they're gonna wanna be like no face from Spirited Away and like just a bunch of really out there or characters. a type from Attack on Titan. Oh yeah, or Attack on uh-huh. Titan. That could yeah. be one. So I want to no show my bones. what they're gonna be. Do y'all have like a, a favorite kids costume that y'all like not not from y'all's childhood, but like one of your kids, like their costume that oh, they were really Oh man, I'd have to go back and like, look at man. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's interesting. I guess it was four years ago, Mark had a chopped uh, mm-hmm. chef jacket and he went around in that that was his Halloween costume which was kind of, <laughs> yeah which was kind of fun you know he went as himself yeah yeah. except he didn't win He's stage ready also. yeah except he didn't win loser um, so yeah I mean I don't really he recall. should do that again but he should be the chopped senior this year yeah not to not to steal too much from his parking well, spot yeah but. I was going to say that's his parking spot so I don't know what he's going to do if he's going to do Halloween you know he's got a girlfriend now and so he's too cool for a lot of these things but, but. you know there are older and older well you know that's been happening for a long time but it's really funny to see these 18 year olds come to your door well yeah that and then i've always associated halloween as more of a college uh you know young kids with trick-or-treating but it's more of a college holiday yeah you have a a costume party that you go to yeah hang out you know uh, halloween when i was in college was a big deal because you know you're away from home and you've got all these different parties going on and x y and z happening and so yeah, I always assumed that, um, I always felt that, you know, Halloween was really a kind of a collegiate sort of a holiday, but anyway. Yeah, so. we were overseas for 10 years and the years that my kids really would have worn costumes and go, so they, they got into it a little bit, but not, it wasn't as big a deal to them as, as it was to me. Mm-hmm. Obviously they didn't have kids following them around convinced <laughs> that they're, that you're, they were make-believe characters because that's obviously does something to your psyche and boosts mm-hmm. up your ego. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I needed it. It yeah. makes it all worth it. It makes it all worth it. Oh, man. All right. So, Art, this is what happens when you're not here. We go extra long. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week.